The following recording is a production of Kicking Out at Two in conjunction with the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network and is intended for private use only. For more information, head on over to facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two or our Twitter handle at kicking out two, along with searching Retromania with a W on any and all podcast platforms available to listen to archive shows such as this and all the great content of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. Evergreen content at your fingertips anytime at your listening pleasure. And with that being said, we thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the show. Part two of our New Year's 2024 double feature watch along. Last episode, we broke down the finger poke of doom and we dissected it. And I thought, because this took place on the same evening over on the other channel, that we would watch the Mankind Rock, Mankind Miracle title victory from the January 4th episode of Monday Night Raw uh, from 1999. Joining me, as always, my co-host, my good time, my good personal long-time friend, I should say, Dennis J. Levy. What's up, dude? Dave, uh, da, da, da. I'm really excited about this episode. Da, 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 da. And I, I want to actually start off the podcast with a question for you. Okay. Da, da, da. So obviously the figure point of doom, we got ourselves a new... WCW champion. Yep. And this episode, obviously, we're going to have a new WWE. Is it WWF or WWE at this it's, time? It's still WWF. We're going to have yourself a, a new WWF champion. Yep. Has it ever happened that on both respective... Uh, uh, during, uh, uh, during the Monday Night Wars? Uh, yeah, during the Monday Night Wars that both the titles got it got changed on the same night? I don't know that for sure. That's something that I, I think I you know think what I think. Example. I think that's I think that's something we can we can pose a question with our, our with our friends on social media on Facebook or yeah. Twitter. So I think that's I think I'm gonna I'm gonna think I'm gonna put that out there for the listeners and, so, and so see everyone if everyone uh, always talks about how this night has so much history because because of figure point of doom and how much we love uh, 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 mankind. He finally got the title, but did it get lost in the shuffle? But potentially that this was the only night that both champions. Uh, that, 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 that occurred on the same night? You know what, Dennis? You threw me for a loop as, as the wild card that you are because that's something that I didn't even think about. That's something that I have not thought about, I don't think, ever when I've when I, when I this night in wrestling history comes up in discussion. Yeah, I, you I, know, I like, like a sack that. of potatoes. They hit me like a sack of potatoes. I'm like, has that ever happened? Anyway, everyone knows my memory fucking sucks. <laughs> I know someone probably, uh, uh, yeah, and I employ uh, the listening audience of Kicking Out of Two uh, that, that on one of our social pages. Please, please, just give us a rebuttal. And I know someone's going to go, oh, you stupid idiots. Oh, you, come on, guys. Yeah, can you not remember this time? And, uh, and I'll be like, and we're like, oh, yeah, of course. But, 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 but I just can't think of an example, Dave. Yeah, that's that's a good example that you brought up there because I can't think of one either. Um, I'll Like I said, I'll have to go back and, 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 and give it to our listeners. Has there ever been an evening – has there ever been a time period during the Monday Night Wars between the WWF and the WCW where they crowned new world champions on the same night? And uh, aside from this, in addition to January 4th of 1999, Mankind winning on Raw, Hollywood Hogan winning on Nitro. So um, what we're going to do is, before we press play, okay, before we watch this match, um, we're going to break down what took place uh, you know, prior to this, leading up to this, and then we're going to go from there. So, um, on this episode of Raw, well, even before that, let's talk about the major players here. You had 
The Rock winning the WWF Championship, becoming the corporate champion at Survivor Series, defeating Mankind in the tournament. Give me your thoughts on Rock's ascension to the throne and Mankind and his role in all of that. So... Yeah, I, I at the time I can I can remember too that, that I thought it was too many cooks in the kitchen at the time, but but then at the segment before Shawn Michaels lived because of back surgery. Now I kind of get why they needed that number that that uh, another top notch superstar that that that, that uh, like like The Rock and, and even Mankind that that uh, that that um. The main event was top-heavy. I mean, you had Stone Cold. You had Mankind. You had The Undertaker. You had Kane. Triple H was moving up. The Rock had, you know, he was the leader of the nation. And he split from the nation. And he was kind of doing a babyface thing for a brief period of time. Shamrock, you know, guys like that. They were were pretty main event heavy up there. I would just remember at the time, I'm just like... The Rock. Why would they give it to The Rock? Stone Cold. I want to see another Stone Cold title reign and yeah. and, and whatever. You get the gist. Yep. yep. But, but but now it makes perfect sense yeah. looking back at like 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 right, that that it was injuries and they didn't want they didn't want the Stone Cold guy this character to get stale that that uh, so, so so I I. I um, I, they needed back, a new name I, to wrestle Stone Cold too. They needed a new guy. Yeah, he'd been going around the horn with Undertaker and That's Kane what I mean. for they months. Want, they they, they I, I think they. Vince is, uh, I, I, I give credit where credit's due where, where Eric Bischoff and NWO and whatever, but Vince is a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit smarter than those guys. And he saw, like, they put all their, uh, 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 what's, uh, what's uh, all they, their eggs in they, basket. Yeah, thank you. They put all their eggs in one basket, and once it got stale, they had nothing. So, so I think that he was paranoid about Stone Cold being that. That that that, 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 so they got the rock, they got the mankind, and, 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 and it, I just wish as a kid, I, I embraced this more, I just remember I was very hesitant, like, another guy, like, I, I just, I just thought, I just thought, I, I, I don't know, I just love the Stone Cold character yeah. so much, so maybe that's, that, that could be it too, but I just remember, like, well, I just, thinking myself, there's way too many cooks in the kitchen right okay. now. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, so as time went on, uh, leading up to this, Mankind and Rock had a pay-per-view match at the Rock Bottom pay-per-view. Mankind won, but it was by a disqualification, so he didn't win the WWF Championship. It can only change hands on a pinfall or a submission, unless it's a no-DQ match. And so there was a controversial finish behind that. Mankind had the stack, the deck stacked against him, and he enlisted in the services of DX. DX was kind of fighting the corporation at that time. At one point, Shawn Michaels was the commissioner that was aligned with the corporation, and Shawn Michaels, for whatever reason, had betrayed the corporation um, on an episode two a couple weeks prior on Monday Night Raw when Shane McMahon was involved in a match with Mankind, and um, Shawn Michaels had prevented the corporation at the top of the ramp from going down to the ring to help Shane McMahon as Mankind was beating him up. I believe X-Pac got involved uh, and gave Shane McMahon a Bronco Buster. So the following week, Vince McMahon fired Shawn Michaels, and the show ended with Shawn Michaels super kicking Vince McMahon. And at that time, you talked about it earlier. You were like, great performer, but he tries too hard to be cool. And he was in a role at that time where he couldn't perform because of his back injury, so he was the commissioner. And his run as commissioner, at least before that, was very short-lived. It was only like a month or so that he was in that like figurehead type of role. Um, 
do you think that do you think that Shawn Michaels here's a question for you do you think that Shawn Michaels had he not been injured and had he not been in that commissioner role do you think there was a place for him in WWF, notified something. Okay, that, that uh, he, he was too good not to. Yeah, give 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 give, give him a you know the five hundred day intercontinental title run or something. Oh, so you move him back down? Or, or down, but but like but, but like sometimes when you're like, see, I always wanted to see Shawn Michaels in The Rock. I thought that would have been a hell of a rivalry. Both very charismatic guys. Both could deliver on the mic. Yeah, I just thought their styles of wrestling, I think, would have meshed really well. I don't know. That's just me. And I was kind of... I just think he might have... Uh, and I thought when Shawn Michaels got fired yeah. as the commissioner, that when Vince fired him, that it was going to turn into Shawn's coming back as 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 a wrestler. And we're going to see something with him. And, D, and and maybe he'll reunite with DX. Okay? And that's what I thought. So then when this episode starts, the January 4th episode from 1999, Shawn Michaels comes out and interrupts Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon was promoting um, the Royal Rumble match because Vince had announced a few weeks prior that he was going to enter the Royal Rumble and Stone Cold Steve Austin was going to enter at number one. And Vince McMahon put a bounty on Austin's head and said anybody that eliminates Austin from the Rumble will be the the winner of $100,000 from Shane McMahon's trust fund. <laughs> and Shawn Michaels comes out to interrupt him to tell him that you can't fire me as commissioner because my attorneys um, have told me that I have an ironclad contract that you and the company had put together. So, therefore, you can't fire me, and I don't answer to you. And now you want to be in the Royal Rumble, that's fine, but guess what? You're going to be the number two entrant, so you and Austin are going to start the Royal Rumble match. Sean comes, DX come out to, to accompany Sean. It looks like all is well. They're back together, and then later in the night we see um, the corporation attacks Shawn Michaels in the parking lot, and that's how they write Shawn Michaels off of uh, WWF television um, because he was getting a, he was getting surgery done for his back. Um, but the one thing I wanted to share with you and discuss with you that we kind of left in our last episode, a little bit of a cliffhanger, if you will, was I told you that the WWF initially spoiled Mankind's title victory, okay? And you asked me how they did it, all right? And this episode was taped on December the 29th of 1998. It aired January 4th, 1999. December the 30th of 1998, on WWF.com, they posted the results of this victory with a picture of Mick Foley with his mask off holding the championship backstage. Wow, really? And then advertising for fans to tune into USA Network next Monday night to witness the title change take place. So my question to you is, over on the other channel, yep. WCW, Eric Bischoff instructs Tony Schiavone to announce over the air that, I'll get the quote for you because I have it written in my notes here. Um let me take a look here as I go through my phone. Um, fans, the competition show is in the can. Mick Foley, who used to wrestle here as Cactus Jack, is going to win their world title tonight. That's their world champion. That's going to put some butts in the seats. <laughs> That's literally... <laughs> okay? That was from Tony Schiavone, per instruction from Eric Bischoff. 
okay? The numbers show that over 600,000 wrestling fans changed the channel Be one of them. and watched Monday Night Raw for the remainder of the evening and did not go back and watch Nitro. I know I, the figure part of them. I, I wanted to see that. Yeah. I, well, you wanted to see what was going to happen yeah, yeah, with Nash I to see Hogan. The yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not the, the result. Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay. They say winners rewrite history, and it's always been that narrative that has been put out there by the WWF that it was Eric Bischoff and WCW that spoiled that finish. I'm sorry. We're talking 1998. Yep. The... The internet was sure popular, yep. but it wasn't like today. Yep, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a different it was a different world back then. That, that that I bet you, if ten million people, right? Like, give or take, wasn't like. Am I am I wrong? What's the thing? Ten million was about the average raw back then. The, the average is a, uh, wrestling as a whole. So like both Raw and Nitro were probably pulling in eight to ten million viewers collectively. Okay. on a weekly basis. All right. That that that. Uh, so let's say. Five million people watched that roll, right? Yeah. That that uh, I bet you, four hundred thousand. That's got some, that, that was that's how much got knew that, that in my opinion knew that Mick Foley was going to win that. So so you think that they would have changed the channel anyways? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and because they say, because I, they knew it based on think, reading the results from WWF.com. I just I I just really think the average fan didn't didn't know like the everyone, everyone was like oh. Uh, like even even my nephews who are currently sixteen years old, they'd be like, "Like I read all these wrestling spoilers. Did you do that when I was my age?" I'm like, "Bro, it took us a half an hour just to get the fucking on the internet." I know the, the the modem and then yeah, the phone and the modems. Ninety nine uh, that that uh, early nineteen ninety nine. I'm sorry that 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 the 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 masses. Did not know Mick Foley was going to win that match until, in my opinion, until I, I didn't know. I didn't fucking know, of course. Until like, until like Shivani, Shivani. I, and, I, and I probably didn't even give a shit at the time. I yeah. I was kind of leaning towards my my favorite wrestler. I was a Stone Cold. My 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 my, my, my you liked idol, Mankind. My, 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 yeah, my, that's too. But what what he might have been actually is weird because I hated Goldberg's wing wing work. I didn't even like him on the mic. I thought he was interesting. I just thought he was like there was a mystique about him. There was a mystique about him. Yeah, yeah. that that I so I was I was watching for Goldberg or whatever. And then Shivani goes goes oh you you know, says that quote. I'm like oh, fucking a USA. Here we go. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Me personally, it was it was that line that got me to watch Raw that night. Okay, all right. So that so yeah, because you obviously didn't know until I just yep. told you that it was WWF.com. So my question is. All right, I have another question for yeah. you. Do you think that? Do you think that Bischoff and WCW and Shivani made that move to announce Foley's title win on the air as like a response to the WWF? Like spoil, like because yeah. the, like as okay, their response to title. their yeah. response to WWF. Announcing the spoiler themselves, like it almost like a like a like a like a jab back. Maybe I just think you they were trying. Oh, don't turn that dial. Uh, we're telling you right now. Boom, Mick Foley wins wins the championship. Keep it. You watch our main event. Fuck their main event. Yeah, uh, that, 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 that's the way. I'm that makes it. sense. But 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 for me, I'm like, oh, I like I like mankind and fucking and, and fucking. Uh, I actually didn't like The Rock at the time. I already mentioned that to you. Yeah. But but but, but uh, he grew on me. But mankind was my dude. Yep. 
You, everyone knows that. Yeah. That, 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 that's all I knew. So I, when I knew Mankind was winning, boom, of course I'm turning the channel. Now, do you, now, Mick Foley has said in interviews, you know, he had a discussion with Tony Schiavone over the phone, and Schiavone ended up apologizing, you know, and Foley kind of knew that Schiavone was just doing his job. Yeah. But he still expressed disappointment that Tony did that because he said it kind of took away from his world title victory. And do you think that... Do you think that you think this night is remembered? There's three elements yep. that 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 people talk about this night: the finger poke, Shivani announcing yep. the the title win, and and the, and the match itself. Yeah. And and the, do you think that this match and his victory is overshadowed because of all that stuff? No, no. I actually, I, I me, mean, my bias. Like I said, mankind's my dude. Yeah. That 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 uh that uh I. I remember him winning the title more than anything. Okay, and I do remember Shivani. That 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 uh, that of course too. That that uh, my the two things I remember the most. People probably remember the finger point of doom the most, but I remember uh, that uh, Shivani telling me that, that that mankind's winning the title changed the channel. Watching him. Like like with like tears in my eyes because that's like I said that's my dude yeah and he and I never thought he was gonna win the championship yeah that, that he doesn't have the look that 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 uh that that Vince if you didn't have the look fuck your wing fuck your mic work fuck your uh your 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 your, your you know England work if you didn't have the look he didn't give a shit. Yeah, that, that this was not Vince's guy. No, it was it wasn't his vision for sure. But <laughs> yeah, he, but he grew on obviously he grew on the audience. And he grew on Vince enough to put him in, in enough for Vince and, and management to put him yeah. in this type of position. But I just seemed to believe it. I actually thought Tony Giovanni was going to be full of shit. Uh, really? I kind of did. Okay. I kind of throw us. But anyway, uh, that, I don't know. I just had to see it to believe it. Okay. That, 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 uh, but, but granted, go back. If, if me and Kai called Giovanni and said, hey, man, what the fuck? You know what I mean? How dare you? When, when, when you're telling me on the WWE.com, or uh, that that uh, it's, they spoiled it yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, come on, they, Foley. you're they, being a little bit of hypocrite there. Well, I mean, at the same time, who knows if Foley even knew that? Yes, who true. knows if Foley even knew that 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 WWF spoiled it first? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's not like these guys. But it's also pre-taped. Follow and pay attention. Yeah, it's pre-taped. Correct. Yeah, but at the time, the WWF was never known to do that sort of thing, where they would spoil the results of their show because Nitro was doing it for them. Yeah, for such a long time. So. This would. I'm. I'm curious. What do you think was their motivation behind spoiling it? Like uh, WWE, I have no idea. I really don't. Why would you spoil that? I don't get the WWE uh, that uh, that uh, their motivation behind. Yeah, it. I, don't, I don't. I really don't. I, I. I. My only guess is is that they were trying to counteract. They were taking a page out of Bischoff's book, and they were trying to counteract because but they're going to do it because do it first. Because, well, they were going to do it first, and they were also doing it to counteract the the Nash Goldberg advertised match in the Georgia Dome, the Starcade pay per view rematch yeah. that was advertised a week in advance. That match was booked on the Nitro the night after Starcade, the December twenty eighth Nitro. This episode of Raw that we're gonna this match that we're gonna watch was taped on December the twenty ninth, so. I'm just putting the pieces of the puzzle together. My theory is is they did it because they were trying to counteract the Nash Goldberg match. 
not knowing that there was going to be any kind of finger yeah. poker doom scenario, but that was their way of getting after it first before WCW spoiled the results for them. That's interesting. You might be right. You okay, might, that's just my yeah. theory. I could uh, be. That's I, interesting. I could be wrong, but um, why don't we get into this? Why don't we watch this episode? This this year, I've paused it at one hour twenty minutes and forty four seconds. Um, I'll probably play the audio at the end for the finish because not to well I'm going to spoil it anyways Steve Austin returns in this match to help mankind win the WWF title and the pop is insane it is I I, I can't even describe to you it's probably one of the best pops that Stone Cold has has ever gotten for 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 a return or his 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 introduction into a match or whatever it's probably one of the best Stone Cold pops out there. Yeah, totally. And I have to play it because it's for 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 being in a small arena like that, you would you wouldn't think that they could get that loud. But I've paused it at one hour, twenty minutes, forty four seconds, um, as mankind will be entering. And when I say play, we're gonna pr- press play for the re- and we'll watch the remainder of this episode of Raw. This match itself it goes about fifteen minutes or so. Um, so let's do it, Dennis. You ready? Ready. All right. Episode 7, Season 1, Monday Night Raw, January 4th, 1999. Mankind versus The Rock for the WWF Championship. One hour, 20 minutes, and 44 seconds. In 3, 2, 1, hit play. Mankind making his way out towards the ring. He will be accompanied by DX. This will be a full house um, for this match. Uh, This match took place at the Centrum in Worcester, Massachusetts. I actually have oh, been. It's my least favorite city of New England, for the record. Really? Why is oh, that? Yeah. Because, because you look at it, you don't think it's going to be a dangerous city, and it really is. Really? It, and I didn't know until about a couple of years ago that it's the second biggest city of New England. That, 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 uh, that, uh, yeah, it's, and every time, every time, we're granted, when I'm with my family, no one fucks with me. Yeah. But, but, but when I used to go over the boys, we go bar hopping and stuff like that, you're maybe motherfucking the homeless. Just, just, just pricks. He's always fucking with us. Really? Yeah, we were just minding our own business. Swear to God. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Worcester is my le- one of my least favorite cities. If, if not, definitely New England. Okay. That's my least favorite city. I've driven through it on the highway, but I've never actually gone downtown. Yeah, and, it's a piss hole. You're not missing much. Yeah, okay. I, I can't, well, based on your initial you know, response there, I, I could tell I wasn't really missing anything. <laughs> they have uh, a nice mall. It's Auburn, Massachusetts. It's kind of a nice mall, but uh, yeah, but... Worcester, fuck itself. Okay. So this is the third match in in this Mankind-Rock rivalry. Um, let me ask you this. It's It goes without saying, and but I will say it anyways, that the chemistry that Mankind and The Rock had is undeniable. Oh, it's it, terrific. Okay. Do you think their chemistry was better as opponents or as partners when they were the Rock and Sock Connection. They were fun. I love the Rock and Sock Connection. But as opponents, I prefer them as... as, as you preferred them as rivals? I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was it about their rivalry that you liked as opposed to them as a team in the Rock and Sock Connection? I'm not saying this because of the races. I'm saying... I'm using this analogy because, like... Like like salt and pepper, like 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 like, like, like they were total opposites. Yeah, yeah, they're total opposites. He's a, and, he's a clean and, cut, and, good and, looking. And you put them together, they're they're just, it's just magic. He's a clean cut alpha male. Yeah, that that everybody loves, and mankind is the lovable 
teddy bear underdog that everybody loves as well. Yeah, the, the you, Rock. You can like you can wash his, your your laundry with his abs. <laughs> yeah, fucking mankind has a fucking beer belly. Like 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 like, like every. I bet you half the half the women in that arena are drooling for the Rock. And and you you know. <laughs> Do you th- now? Let me ask you this. You know, you, they had this this total opposite um, vibe to them when they were. You know, not only opponents, but as teammates as well in the Rock and Sock connection. Do you think with all right? Here's a good question. Do you think that they, you know, now knowing now what kind of a movie star the Rock has become, Dwayne Johnson, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him, okay? Do you think that they could have made a movie with him and Mick Foley as like, you know, like almost like a Lethal Weapon or like you know two buddy cops that are like the complete opposite? I think that would be hilarious. You think it would have been that, be like that, a successful venture, some kind of like you know, like I said, like a cop, like a like a buddy cop movie, like a comedy. I always want. I'm glad you said this. That that, that uh, it's a little derailing your question, but I always wanted to see Mick Foley, kind of like the mankind character, mm-hmm. in like a scary like 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 murder mystery. Th- like thriller i or think like it would be terrific yeah like, a like, like he's like the serial killer and like, like 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 oh i think you'd be terrific in that role it's funny that you say that because i'm kind of surprised that i mean granted the wwe produced movies in the in the mid-2000s they had you know the condemned and the marine and there was the Kane movie the see no evil which i've never seen it very underrated i like i it. heard it was i like it okay <laughs> it, maybe it was you then that said it you know I'm kind of surprised that they didn't go to Foley and want him in a, that kind of a movie. But WWE couldn't make it. Uh, that, 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 like a movie like that, like a Silence of the Lambs, that takes... You need a good so, director and a good studio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, WWE did not have that. They, you can do The Marine, you can do See No Evil, but, but, but do a murder mystery type of thing. Yeah, that's the, I don't think that's the expertise of the wwe no (laughs) and that's the one thing i didn't like what they when they used to experiment like when they did the football you know with the xfl and then they some of their there's a there's a handful of wwe produced movies that i thought weren't bad like obviously like i'm a sucker for no holds barred oh i love that movie okay i love it we're gonna watch that on and we're gonna do it we're gonna watch that and and i'm i can't wait for that that podcast but yeah can't wait that's gonna be a lot of fun We'll we'll do that on the thirty five year anniversary coming up uh, later this year, but um, yeah, I didn't like when they would experiment and do movies and other things, and you know, stick to the wrestling, stick with what you know. Like you know, Vince McMahon is not Steven Spielberg. You're Vince McMahon for a reason. Like you're the you're the as as Jim Ross used to say, the P.T. Barnum of sports entertainment. You know, you are the greatest promoter of of, of all time, um, and what you did for the industry. Don't uh, you know? Don't. Don't try to reinvent the wheel and think you can have the magic touch with movies and football and shit like that. Yeah. So that's why I never really got into any of that stuff. But yeah, I think it would be very cool to see like Mankind Rock Buddy Cop film um, or Mick Foley Rock Buddy Cop film. You know, I think that or back then, I don't know if that would work now, but I think back then that would have been kind of cool. Had oh, they totally had they done you know uh, movies, I think I think it would have been a very very cool. Uh, type of uh venture that they could they, they could uh, go through um like i said this is the third match in this rivalry um they would go on to have several more matches in this rivalry um which made it more interesting when they eventually teamed together 
Following this match, you would see the rematch between these two at the Royal Rumble. Oh, that's a tough watch. The I Quit match with the 13 chair shots. Great story they told, but a tough watch. Was it tough back then, or is it tough now because you're both. older and a little more it mature? Was both. Really? It was both. Oh, man. There's a nice touch with the kids and everything like that, but I think they should have stayed home for that. <laughs> that was, yeah. That, uh, that, that was that, a tough watch. That was rough. Um now, back then, I was you know young and immature and a bloodthirsty wrestling fan that I that I didn't have a problem with. I mean, he flew off the top of the hell in the cell, so I thought, oh, how bad could these chair shots be? Yeah. And then you go back and watch them now, and you're like, knowing what we know about CTE, like I'm. I bet you that match fucked up even more than the uh, King of the Ring. Yeah, it's probably crazy. But yeah, no, I you're really right. Do. You're right from from a from a head trauma perspective. Yeah. Absolutely, I I couldn't agree with you more. Um. That match, yeah, it, you're right. It's a tough watch, but I think it was a great story and that he wouldn't give up. You know, you had to, f you know, force him to say I quit, and then the corporation gets a recording of him saying I quit. I always wanted to know that, though. Like, and, like, and that's, like, how, that's how Rock won the title. Like, he screwed him. And an I quit match, if you legitimately I, – I, lo I love to have a promotion have the guts to do this. Stop the match because the guy is literally legitimately is knocked out. He's not waking up. What are, you, what are you supposed to do at that point? That's a good. That, that would be an interesting finish. That would be that would be like a finish that like you're you're, you're trying to protect both guys. Yeah, two baby faces, two baby faces. Or if it's even if it's a baby face and the heel, you're trying to protect the heat that the heel brought to the angle. You're also trying to protect the baby face from not. You know, it depends on who it is. But that's one of those that that's the kind of finish I feel like that they would use to protect. Yeah. Uh, oh, totally. To I would just like to, to protect see both it, guys. I like, like how do the how the crowd react to it? And that, that it anyway. would definitely set up a rematch. Yeah. If you think about it, if the referee had to stop the match because the guy couldn't say I quit because he was knocked out, like, and he stops the match, it would definitely it, it would be interesting and intriguing for sure. Um, following that match was the result of. We saw halftime heat. Love that match. The the empty arena match. Love that match. That's a fun match. My buddy and I my buddy and I uh Dank, we did the um we did a watch along of that uh, a couple of years ago, uh, which was a lot of fun. It's in the archives, you can find that. Um which was a novel idea during halftime of the Super Bowl. Nobody gives a shit about the halftime show, except for my wife. My wife likes the halftime show. A lot the of people Bowl. do. Especially, I think we're hit, hit or miss with me. Believe it or not, my favorite one is Lady Gaga. I uh, Unpopular. Opinion. I liked her. Yeah. yeah. I but dug Prince her. Too, but Prince and Michael Jackson's up there, too. But. Yeah. Th those, are, those are pretty good. Yeah. Um, but uh, that was a fun match, too. And Mankind ended up winning the title. And then they set up a last man standing match at the St. Valentine's Day Massacre pay-per-view in February of 1999. It was a tie because both guys couldn't get up. Oh, I think I vaguely remember that. Okay, so they extended their rivalry even further, and at that point, I thought, "Well, shit, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna turn the the WrestleMania title match into a triple threat because of that finish." But they swerved us, bro, and uh, Rock and Mankind would compete the following night in Monday Night Raw in a ladder match. And it would be the big show who had just debuted the night before as part of Vince McMahon's corporation would help man or would help the rock defeat mankind uh, to win the back the WWF championship. Do you think during this era as looking back on it in hindsight, do you think during this era that it was the right call for them to play hot potato with 
the WWF Championship in that short span of time? I, I've, I, I'm ninety percent sure. I said on uh, this very podcast that I hate hot potato wing, but in this example, I kind of liked it. it. It just showed you that they're such equals. That's a good way of looking at it. I I can accept it more for this scenario. It depends on the story. It depends on the individuals. Don't just do it to do it. But for these guys, it was definitely. But uh, it's random guys. It's like you got a title reign for two months. Shamrock, Billy Gunn. All right, we're going to play the audio for this because this is where the finish goes crazy. Goosebumps. Two little people at home and say, They got you! 
All right. You know what's the biggest indictment of just like the direction or just like you knew who who's just winning on top? Just listen to the crowd on Nitro going off and listen to that crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that crowd went wild for for that finish with Austin returning and like all the pieces of the puzzle fit if you think about it. Like Austin coming back and you know, screwing the McMahons and mankind getting that victory. Um you know what's interesting when you when you break this down? You know, mankind Mick Foley is a three time WWE champion. And you know that his title reigns were like essentially they were like I think like combined together only like the span of like a little over a month i could Ooh, be mistaken charlotte flair would be proud <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a kind of an inside joke I'm yeah sorry, no listening. that's <laughs> maybe we'll tell that inside joke at a later date but he he wins this title here and then three weeks later he loses it at the royal rumble only to win the title back a week later at the halftime he all right so maybe it was longer than a month okay and then he won it at halftime heat and then lost it a month later. So, all right. So, the, so his three title reigns essentially spanned over two and a half months because his last title reign, he won it in a triple threat at SummerSlam later that year, defeating Steve Austin and Triple H. Yeah. And then he lost it the next night when Triple H won his first WWF championship. Yeah, you're right. So, in reality, his title reign was his his three reigns combined were like two months, essentially. Just over two months. That's but you know what? People in wrestling you mentioned it earlier. Normally you wouldn't care for the hot potato idea, but in this situation it worked. Because they were they were polar opposites, but they were equal at the same time. It showed the it showed the 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 competitiveness of wanting to be the champion. Yeah. I mean, share with me your final thoughts on what we just watched. Oh, I love it. This is one of my favorite wrestling moments of all time. Yeah. That that that, that uh, I uh, I I I I thank you immensely. If by miracles of miracles, Tony Schiavone is listening to his podcast, I thank you very much, Tony, for for, for spoiling. <laughs> that, that, I, I would I don't know if I would have watched it. I, I'm serious. That that that. that uh, and, and but again, some, it was the WWF that spoiled it first. Like I said, it's not. It, 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 people might so say, you, "Oh, the internet." But the internet was so different back then. That's it, true. Yeah, it, it's it was true. a different world back. It's then. true. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people probably didn't know about that until Shivani made that remark. Yeah, and look what it did. Like you I said mean, over half a million people. Yeah, six hundred thousand. I think I've, I've read somewhere the numbers were like six hundred thousand people changed their channel. That was one of them. It you know? really was. And to be fair, they had a they had a highly advertised main. Well, they didn't even they didn't even advertise. Yeah, they had Nash and Goldberg advertised, but then they also had Hogan and Nash as a good backup, not knowing what we were going to get with that finger poke. Yeah, and and people still watched because Raw was the better show. Um, if there's all right, so let's talk about like. Let's talk about defining moments for Mick Foley in his career. This number one, number one, number one, it has to be right. Okay. Uh, well, him falling off the. What's going to people remember the most? 
It's him falling off the the, okay. the, 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 the cage, of course. So if you were to pick... Cage, then this. Okay, so all right, so if you're going to build a Mount Rushmore of 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 Mick Foley's oh, great four four greatest moments in, in in his wrestling career, yeah. Okay, you put this match up there, no yep. particular order. This yep. match and winning the title with this match, yeah. The King of the Ring when he was thrown off the top of the Hell in the Cell and yep. all that shit surrounded. What are your other two? Um, uh, Vader uh, power bombing uh, Cactus Jack. On the floor? On the floor. That's such a memorable such a memorable moment. We actually you remember we watched that. Yeah, we watched that. Yeah. Like I said, that 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 put him on the map for for for, for, for me. That that him and Vader. <laughs> and of course that and the, and the moment that's remember the most is him getting power bombed on the concrete. Okay, floor. so that's three. That, 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 uh, and what's your fourth that rounds such out? That's a good question. Uh I'm trying to be cutesy with with W with E C W, but like he had good matches, but nothing like could put it on Mount Rushmore, but so uh, all right. So let me put before you yeah. give your answer. I didn't watch a lot of ECW during that time frame, and I know you did. One of the one of his contributions in ECW that he's talked about, that he wrote about in his book, that the diehard ECW fans talk about, is the promo he cut, the Kane Dewey promo, where he turned heel on the ECW audience because. I think he turned. If I'm not mistaken, he might have turned heel like Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, but he was lashing out at the audience because the audience, someone in the ECW arena, had a sign that said "Kane Dewey," which is <laughs> like you like referencing the Singapore Kane, yeah. hitting his young son Dewey Foley. I don't know. That, 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 like I said, I didn't. I saw the promo once. Yeah. It was intense. It was good, but it wasn't like oh my god, like jaw dropping. No. Okay, no. all right, no, okay. So fair. Continue. Last last moment on the Mount the, the, I hate to put two defeats, but him. I gotta. I it'd be remiss not to put when uh, him versus Edge. The 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 ending the when WrestleMania. He gets, oh, when he gets put through the the table of fire. Oh, so beautiful. It that's was a, that, beautiful. That's a cool moment. Uh, I'm I'm with you on all three of those moments. The first three, not the last one. Okay. If I'm gonna put his defining moments, yeah. This title win, the 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 Hell in the Cell, the bump with Vader, and you could even argue his feud with Vader itself. That's what I kind of mean. Okay. Yeah. And his Royal Rumble street fight with Triple H when he returned to Madison Square Garden as Cactus Jack. Yeah, that was pretty good. And Triple H thump, pedigreed him in the thumbtacks. I still, though, I still maybe become biased because of Hartford, but I still, I would put the Hartford match. I love that. the Hartford match. I was yeah. there. That was that so was, jealous. Yeah, that was an awesome. That, so jealous. So, no, I'm taking, I'm taking Edge out. Hartford. Okay, that's my that's my four. His first retirement match. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he had a few of those too. He swore he would never be like Terry Funk, and he, he ended up having it's like wrestling. Like, well, yeah. Everyone's gonna do it. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone's done it at some point. I don't think anybody had. You know, the funny thing is, The Rock, who you know was just part of this match, he's never officially retired from wrestling, and he's never had a retirement match. Interesting, maybe. You know what I mean? Like they I, never did a send off for him, and I, I, I just think because it's just too much money. <laughs> On the table, I think that 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 uh, that that if it's Hollywood thing, kind of plummets a little bit, and it's a good reputation, no scandal, no nothing. It's just people are just sick of his acting. On the table is always Roman Reigns versus him. That's Prince money, and that'd be the biggest. Like, you can argue that could be the biggest match in WrestleMania history. 
You could. I mean, <laughs> it's been it's been it's been talked about earlier. And in, in, I think that's in a retirement match. I think he's saving that for his retirement match. Okay. In my opinion, that's I'm kind of I'm kind of on board with you there. A lot of people think that like the ship has sailed with him having one more match. Um, it's the Rock. Fuck you. No, but I think that that ship is always going to be afloat. Well, did you? I mean, you you heard the news earlier, you know, late last year where Rock on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN um, revealed that the original main event was for WrestleMania 39 last year was him and Roman. Do you remember? Do you remember hearing about no, that? No, I don't. Yeah, and I know. I, I never even watched that. I love Pat McAfee. Too. Yeah, he was on. He was a guest on McAfee's show on ESPN, and they were in. They were in Colorado because McAfee does the college game day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, they were in Colorado. It was Friday. It was it was the Friday episode, and he revealed the story that him and Vince McMahon and Nick Khan um, they had come up with this this plan to to do him and Roman at. On night two, WrestleMania Sunday for WrestleMania 39, and the the reason why they pulled back from it, not because of his schedule, not because of him being afraid to to get injured. It wasn't anything like that. It was because they were creatively they wanted to they wanted to do something different that was going to get people to watch the match. They wanted to, they wanted a different approach on how they promoted the match and how the story was laid out. It wasn't just going to be some very simple like, hey, I'm back to fight you, you know, and 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 prove I'm the tribal chief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the 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 impression I got from Rock's explanation was we wanted to do something different that was going to be able to change the industry and change wrestling or have a major impact on wrestling that hasn't been done before. So that's why they kind of pulled back. I still think, like you, it's on the table. I think it's more than on the table for for him and, and Cody. And I think as of right now, as of this recording, I think still there's a good chance that within this calendar year, maybe even I don't think WrestleMania. I think you're nuts to think WrestleMania. But I don't. But, I, I don't. Th I don't think WrestleMania. Yeah. I think I don't think the match will be at WrestleMania. But I think Rock will have some involvement at WrestleMania with Roman. Meaning, like, I like that. Meaning, like maybe he's me. Because my my prediction, and I said this on the end of the year episode with Justin and Daryl, I think they're going Cody Roman for night two. They're doing it's in Philadelphia, the Rocky two, you know, kind of vibe yeah. where you kind of like like Rocky two is Rocky came back and fought Apollo in Philly in that second one, the the rematch, and he won. He came up close the first time, and Rocky won, but Rocky two he gets the win. I think they're going that kind of Rocky two route with Cody and Roman. Yeah. Being Philadelphia, the birthplace of America, the American nightmare. It's a great he's story. He's I had still, a, he's had I still a, wish Cody won, though. Anyway. You still think Cody should have won? Okay. I, I do. I think okay. it would have been a better moment. Okay. Anyway, it, right. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's yeah. okay. Fair enough. But I, I do think that Rock will have some kind of involvement at WrestleMania. I hope so. And then, and then, I, then the next year at WrestleMania, let's have a uh, and, and, and that's the match that did not have to be for the title. Uh, that uh, well, that's the other thing yeah. too. Is that like. Do you sacrifice building up Cody Rhodes? You know, because a lot of people are earmarking him as being the one that's going to dethrone Roman, myself being yeah. one of them. Do you sacrifice building him up after the finish we got last year when a lot of people thought he should have won? Yeah. And I was on the fence about that. I was 50-50, okay? If he won, it was great. If he lost, I think it would have told a better story. And that's what they've done with him. And I think it has told a better story. But do you sacrifice all of that? The stuff he did with Brock, Judgment Day, the War Games, everything else he's done in the last year. 
since losing to Roman. You sacrifice that to 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 have this big money matchup with Rock and Roman for the title. Absolutely, really. I love Cody, and, and if he gets kind of like the CM Punk treatment, what I mean, you're the champion, but you're not. You're, all, I, all eyes are kind of like somewhere else. Kind of like when it, Punk, it, Punk's run, with yeah, the yeah. Title initially, it's like, yeah. It's like a tough luck. If we get fucking Rocky Maivia versus fucking Roman Reigns, sign me up for that every 100 of the time even above i want to see cody as champion even if it happened this year if if, if, if rock goes up oh I, i've been diagnosed with such and such thing i'm not gonna i w- won't be able to compete in the next couple of years it has to be now or never oh go to go to fight uh grew mcintyre fuck you who yeah. cares uh, we got roman Reigns, rocky let's go interesting okay all right. All right. I like that theory. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you yeah. very much for uh, tagging along. And we watched uh, uh, a, a pretty cool moment in wrestling history. I, I, You know me. I like to tie things together. And our last episode was all about the finger poke of doom. And on the same night, we, we, we carried over some of that momentum with this Mankind Rock. Um, got a lot of cool stuff planned for us in the coming year. I'm looking forward to uh, having you on board. Uh, some different ideas that... Uh, you know, I'll share with you in private that we can uh, contribute to this podcast. And uh, just, yeah, just looking forward to continuing Very talking exciting. about our, our fandom of wrestling from, from, from the glory days, yeah. yesteryear, if you will. So with that being said, this miracle title victory of mankind's is going down for the three count. And we will see you all next time.